or fall in La La Land. So, uh, what's I up? What do you got for me? Up like Brooklyn Mike. Brooklyn Mike, let me tell you. Let me tell you, Mike. Brooklyn Mike's got worse <laughs> troubles than pills. I think. I don't know. He's just born nuts. <laughs> I don't think a pill could cure him, and I don't think a pill can help him, and I don't even think a pill got him that way. I think he's like a creature from another planet, but he's driving me nuts, and I'm going to kill him. So all he cares I about what the hell he's going to fucking eat all the time. Guy's bugging this shit. I think listen to Aaron. He has good stock, uh, stock advice. I, I would take his advice. Take Aaron's advice. The only advice I should have took from Aaron was I should have bought fucking Zoom at 98. You would have made $4 million. Well, if, if I put a million into it, yeah. Which you then he would have been the fucking hero in the family. But now he's not. Because I didn't take his advice. Anyway, but I appreciate it. You got any real, you got any real estate yeah. for us or what? What do you got? Were you in New York? No, I was going to... I was going to book the, the, the event, but then I realized it's... On Rosh Hashanah. And, oh, uh, on Rosh Hashanah. It's the work day out. after. Well, I'm sorry. God gave me special permission. But uh, uh he didn't give me though. What happened? Happy New Year. You're not on the. You're not on the. You're not on the top list. Sorry, you're not on the God's list of uh, giving breaks. But uh, anyway, well, you you cover from New York. I get my sponsor. All right. Well, I, next. Don't worry. We're gonna have. We're gonna have some more. If the, if the thing works out, we're gonna do it on small groups, uh, more frequently. So yeah, like seventy you know, people. No, less than that even. Aaron, Five. Aaron, what kind of uh, uh stuff does uh Ben do at home that makes him Jewish? Stuff. On the holidays. What do you what do, you what do I do? What do I do on the holidays? What do I do? Uh, eat potato pancakes. Eat a thousand Does that make me pancakes. religious? Because I, he's basing it a on thousand. food. He's just basing it on what I eat. He ain't, we ain't in here, you know, wrapping him up with his arms and the straps and Gold and, you know, but, um, he does, he does speak. Ben likes potato kogel. He speaks I know a little that. bit and of Kogel, kogel potato pancakes, matzo ball soup. You know, we, we, we're, we're Jewish eaters. We eat the food on the holidays or every day, all you the like, time. I'm just Jewish like when it comes to eating. I hate gefilte fish. That, that, uh, once in a while, <laughs> once in a while, that stuff's pretty rough. <laughs> all right, well, you take care. Well, you're from Brooklyn. Yeah, you're from I know. Brooklyn. Come on. But I'm from everywhere, everywhere. I eat it all. All right, good luck to you. Shah, Shabbat Shalom, Rosh Hashanah, everything to you. I enjoyed the challenge. All right. Baruch Atah. I don't know anymore. Peace. <laughs> what else you got, Rafal? DJ Nick. Thanks for the four ninety nine. Four ninety nine. You've inspired me to get into real estate. Thanks for all the info you've given me and all the videos you put out. Hope to meet you one day. Oh, I'm glad. I'm really glad. Listen, everybody needs to own something. All right. You're on this earth for X amount of years. You should try to at least have a goal in life to own something, to own, I don't care if it's your house, I don't care if it's multifamily, a store, whatever it is that you know is going to make you some money or give you some sort of equity, everybody deserves to own some real estate in their whole life portfolio, you know, something. And if you like it, then keep doing it, make more, make more money.
I never went to high school. I never went. I never walked in high school one day. Anybody could do it. I already knew how to get high. I didn't have to go to school for that. What do you got? Hello, hello, hello. Oh no! Sounds like a Ben. What's case. going on? Don't we have a do not block his number on the freaking telephone ben, or what? Ben, listen, the show's sold out. I got yeah, people calling yeah, left and right. Out. I need to scalp some no, tickets. No I need tickets. To scalp them. Closed event. Only normal people can come in. You're not invited I, unless you go in the dunk tank. It's sold you're out. Going I got in the dunk tank. tickets to scalp. Only the dunk tank, okay? That's it. <laughs> it's the only thing you're getting in. And when we get finished dunking your ass, you're going to be drowned. They're going to be taking you away. <laughs> And like a goldfish. That's it. Bag. Big event, though. Everybody's calling me for tickets. No tickets. No tickets. This is a test. A test. This is only a test. Can't do too many people. Right. Cutting it down. Where did you eat dinner tonight, big shot? You spent, how much uh, you spend tonight? What? Sushi. Sushi. You don't always sushi. eat sushi. You know, your girlfriend makes you eat sushi like five times a week. Change your name to Mike Sushi. Anyway, well, good. go find a goddamn dunk tank. Don't call me until you get the right. dunk tank. I'm not kidding. I'm not I'm not taking your calls no more. I want to see uh, you in that dunk got... tank. And then, I'm oh, hard. And then I'm getting one of your own buddies from the Rays a pitcher. I'm going to get a freaking pitcher that's going to get you dunked 3,000 times. All right, good there you luck. Go. Peace. All right. What else we got? Jake Wyatt, thanks for the four ninety nine. What is up with the four to ninety nine? Where does this ninety nine come from? Why can't they do round numbers? I don't know. So you lost your motorcycle. Did you ever ride it? I never even seen you ride it. Ride it. I didn't ride it here because I have equipment, but I ride it to the gym. Well for the videos. Oh yeah, here, but you ride it to the gym. Yeah. Big tough guy, yeah, I take my bike to the gym, yeah. Clubs and stuff. Clubs and little clubs. Why the hell would you take a bike? Oh, because you think you're going to pick up a girl on it and take her home and ride off of the bike like French did in the movie? Go to Clearwater Beach. Yeah, oh yeah, go go cool down to Clearwater Beach. Free parking. Free parking for motorcycles. Yes. What a cheap Polak you are. Some place is twenty five bucks for a parking. I don't know. I don't know what kind I of girls. I don't know what kind of girls you're picking up to get on the back of a bike, but uh, and well, fit. do uh, do women that charge you get on the bike too? <laughs> no. You want me to get on no, that, that bike? It's twenty dollars extra. All right. What else you got? Boswell, <laughs> thanks for the. How to get? How to find a budget? Y'all thought I forgot. I did not forget. Y'all must have forgot. <laughs> I did. I ain't going to lie. That's why I was trying to control the company. No, I don't mind giving it. I don't, I don't mind giving it. So this is, what I tell, this is what I tell a lot of people, right? When they go to the website, um, you have an order form. Mm-hmm. You, have, you have the name, information, stuff like that. Um, but when you put estimated budget of speaker, like, bro, when you put that there, you let them tell you what they're willing to pay. If they come in lower... If they come in and say, hey, my budget is, you know, 1500 but you know your starting price is 2500 then you get on the phone. Hey, I see your budget is 1500 My starting price is actually 2500 How can we make this happen? 
You know what I'm saying? And then you you put the ball in their court. Oh, and sometimes they'll say, oh, I really didn't know what to put. 2500 is totally fine. Or they might say, you know what? We're strapped. We're tired of one school. We just don't have the funds. Then you have an opportunity. But that that right there literally, bro, changed my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, I knew I was mm. going to do really well. I kind of proud of myself. Like, I'm making doctor money. Like, one of my best friends is a doctor. I'm mm. like... You know what I'm saying? He's making the hundred and twenty thousand. I'm like, I'm making doctor money for a year. Yes, sir. But when I did that, I looked up in year like year two, year three. I said, like, Yo, I'm making doctor money every month. I was just like, you know what I'm saying? Because when they start saying I got eight grand or I got fifteen grand, I was just like, ooh. Let me show you. I'm gonna see you. The, I'm gonna show you the um. The picture, if I can find it, this is probably at the very top. My very first uh be in this person's life and deal with this person in order to get valuable intelligence from them. Right. Because that was super interesting. Yeah. And I I mean for me personally, part of that's like what's the greater good here, right? Like maybe you're dealing with this horrible person, but what are they giving you for the greater good? I think on the other hand, like most people. So I worked with a lot of refugees and there are absolutely horrendous stories about what happens to people who become refugees before they become refugees. Right. So you read all these horrendous stories of like child soldiers and you know, like neighbors turning on neighbors and rape being used as a weapon of war. And you're like, like there are so many scenarios out there that the average person who lives a comfortable life does not even, like cannot even comprehend. And when you're in a scenario where essentially every decision is, would be considered a bad decision where like, and you're black and white, it's all black, you still have to choose. And you have to be comfortable with whatever that choice is. Like, you can't just stand there. You have to make a choice. So you can't put everything into a good and bad bucket. There's a giant gray area of, um, you know, like, if if I have to choose between... <laughs> Between dealing with, like, some kind of horrible person who has ties to terrorism, and I know that they are going to be able to give me information that stops an attack that saves 50 lives, like, you're going to give that dude money. You're going to take him out. Like, you're going to be friends with him because he has the ability to do good on the other end, whether he knows it or not, Mm -hmm. right? Like... Those are the real life choices. That's what happens in real life. I think that when you are living, I mean, and I I live a comfortable life. I just happen to have had the exposure, right? I think when you're living a comfortable life and you're not exposed to the, like, to the realities that are out there, it's easy to judge. It's easy to judge and be like, oh, I wouldn't have done that. I wouldn't have done that. Okay, well, when you are in these situations and you're standing there and you have to make the decision, let's see what your decision actually is, right? Mm -hmm. And you have to change 
I think your idea, like you have to shift from what's right and wrong to what is the objective, right? Especially mm-hmm. when you're doing stuff for the, for the government, like military, CIA, um, like what is the objective here? What is the mission here? And how do you accomplish that? It's not about what do I personally think is right and wrong? How do you obtain your objective? How do you complete your mission? Because that mission is serving all of us. Right. Like whether we know it or not, there are missions happening right now that maybe we would disagree with, but they're serving us. They're protecting us. Right. So. Yeah, I, t- I had a one guy on here who was uh, he was a a drone pilot. Yeah. It, it, for flying those drones over Yemen, those killer yeah. drones, and he was like, he was recruited by I believe it was the Air Force that was that was heading that program. But he was said he was like 19 years old, 18 yeah. years old, and and they were having him pull the trigger on these drones that were blowing up, you know, people. Yep. And can, yep. him being 18 years old, watching people get ex, you know blown up yep. in countries like Yemen or whatever, and mm-hmm. it scarred him. I mean, it really messed his head up. Yeah having to make those decisions yes. and or whether he was making the decisions or not. He was probably following orders, like right. pulling the trigger on those drones and, yep. and watching these people suffer, like on the, mm-hmm. ca- watching the infrared camera, these people yep. like crawling and bleeding and yep. yeah. That and stuff so, can be terrifying to you, like so, to any, any human. Right. And think about like, like all the people involved in that decision, mm-hmm. right? So he was pulling the trigger. So he probably felt directly responsible, but there's, a chain of command right there are other people making that decision people who found that location to target like the guy in charge who makes the decision to target it who like people who know that that house might have the guy's kids in it Mm. do we target or not right like there are there are there are tons of people who are involved in this decision and it there are so many factors that weigh in, right? And I, I don't. It's 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 a sad reality, right? Like I I don't advocate collateral damage in war, but it happens, and it's a reality, and people have to make those decisions. War is not clean. It's just unfortunate, and I um. When we were working, uh, we were working in the Middle East, and I was working with a Delta Force guy, and he was the nicest guy ever, like a family man. He um, he had actually like his own nonprofit that like helped women learn self defense, and just the nicest guy. And he was teaching this triage class and starts telling this story about you know, missions where he went in, like his missions were specifically to go in and kill people, right? Like you and your team are going to go into this place. You are going to kill the people there. Like, you know, very close range shooting or hand to hand combat, like telling stories about team members that he lost on those missions. Um, and so I asked, I asked them, I was like, what kind of psychological care do they give you? Because there's no way. So 
for the CIA, they do a ton of psychological testing. Beforehand. Yes, before they hire you. So I'm assuming that part of all of the special forces is... Why didn't you tell us before we pay rent on the first? If you're not paying rent next month, we're going to use that as our security deposit to find something else. Yeah, but did and you I'm trying him, to make it. Did you Go tell ahead. them, listen, you're not moving right away. Takes time to sell That's a what house. I'm yeah, no. I didn't. I didn't. But now they don't want to pay rent. And they want to use that security deposit for next month. So how do you deal with selling a property with tenants in it? Like I ever done it, they don't want you to sell it. <sighs> it sounds like they can't buy the place. You know, definitely so, can't buy. It. You know, I'm gonna tell you. You know, you, you know what you want to do is just listen. Yeah, you know, communication is is really you know if you can go there and communicate with them and say listen, you know, the point is this: it, I can't sell nothing overnight. I'm gonna have to give you at least thirty days notice before you have to leave. Okay, when I give you the thirty days notice, then you can worry about leaving. Right now. You ain't got to move, so pay your rent and don't worry about it. And we might not even be able to sell, tell them. You know, we just we want to see right. because, you know, my family needs the money or, you know, and, you know, and um, the times are rough. What are we going to do? You got to go try to communicate with people, explain to them. And then tell them, listen, if you need help paying your rent, you know, there's agencies out there to help them too. You know, with moving, you know, whatever, you know. Right. You, you better go try to, you know, try to make up talk with them. You better go talk to them. You're a smart guy. You know how to talk to people. And go talk to yeah. them and tell them, uh, and tell them, you know, listen, this is the situation. I'm not selling tomorrow. I, I'm going to give you 30 days notice before you got to move. As soon as I know for sure that I'm selling it, like when you get a guy that goes hard on a contract, that's when you have to give notice. And make sure when you right. sell it, you tell them, listen, I can't sell until 30 days and, you know, give notice to tenants 30 days. But go over there and make a deal with them and kiss up and make up and okay. tell them, listen, you got to pay your rent. You know, pay your rent. Okay. I'm not selling right now. No, Nothing's selling in this market. Tell them whatever the hell you got to tell them. Get that goddamn rent money. All right. All right. I was going to tell them I plan on giving you a $500 to... If I do sell it, I don't. There you go. Like tell them that, but tell them, tell them you're gonna give them time okay. to move. You're gonna have time to move. I'm gonna give you 500 okay. bucks. Everything's gonna be fine. Just please work with me here. Pay the rent. Let's you know, and just you know, that's it. All right. Right. All right. Good luck Got to it. you. I'll be seeing you soon. I'm gonna contact you when I'm coming out that way. I'll let you All buy right, me man, lunch. All right. Take care, George. All right. Bye. All right. So what else we got? Are we done for the night? Yeah, we have, uh, we're over, over an hour, right? right. Oh, over an hour. That's enough. I'm tired. I got to figure out what the hell I'm going to do tomorrow to straighten my life out. I appreciate all everybody that's been sending me information on how to invest money. I don't know that goddamn, uh, what's it called? Crypto scares me. Because I don't know where the hell money's going. What does it mean? Crypto and Bitcoin and, you know, the money's just floating around or what? I don't know. 
We just but, gotta say thank you to some super chats. Some people just threw. Uh, oh, throw chat. in a super chat. Let's super chat. Hey, let's have a chat. A super chat. Piranha Canals, thanks for the ten dollars. What do you think about mobile homes on permanent foundation and land? Thanks for having part of your life on camera. Mobile homes on permanent foundations. Yep, that's a high class mobile home, baby. Uh, I mean, you know, it depends. Is it a park? Is it sitting on land by itself? I mean, you know, everything has a value. You know, I mean, if you can rent it or if you can sell it and somebody wants to live there. You know, I've dealt with, you know, I haven't dealt with a lot with mobile homes, but manufactured housing is housing. You know, if it serves a purpose to house somebody and you collect rent, then, or somebody wants to buy it to live in, then it's got a value and you rent it out. I mean, you should be trying to rent it out cheaper because manufactured housing is a lot less value, you know, considerably than the um, stick-built housing. So, you know, it's fine. I, I mean, I used to, you know what I made a lot of money on? The manufactured housing, they used to bring them in by trucks. But they bring in 140 of them and, you know, and they all set up like fourplexes. It's called cardinal housing. I owned a lot of cardinal housing that was built back in the 80s. And it was fine. I bought it. I fixed it. I rented it. I sold it. I mean, anything is, has a value if it's livable and there's somebody that wants to live in it and pay for it. So, yeah, do it. Do anything you can to make money. I don't care if it's a mobile home park or whatever it is. As long as it's legal and, and somebody it's decent enough for somebody to live in and you can make money on it, do it. What else you got? Shaw Merritt. Thanks for the four ninety nine. Ben, you should buy the land next to Madeira Beach Marina and build a nice condo or hotel. Madeira Beach Marina, I think all that property was already bought up and a big hotel just went up. If that's what you're talking about, I don't know. I'll look into it. Madeira Beach Marina. But I think it's already been done and there's big development plans going on right now. But I did bid on all that land, but then I got outbid. I'm not a developer. I ain't putting out no big money on development. What else you got? William Burkhead, thanks for the $5. Ben, did you ever take downtime once you made a few million? <coughs> How do you avoid burnout? When is the next seminar? Thank you. I mean, you know, I, I definitely, you got to take downtime once you make your money. And, you know, you got to enjoy life. I've done plenty of vacations, traveling, you know, not as much as I want to. But let me tell you. I'm going to be free from this prison in four more years, baby. Maybe three if you graduate a year early. If you really cared about me and you really wanted me to enjoy my life and start my retirement and be free, he'll do it in about three years. Okay? We'll see. I'm happy to do it. Good. Let's happy. see you do it. So, anyway, um, what else you got? Jake. Why? Thanks for the four ninety nine, Ben. I'm closing on my first deal in two weeks. Thanks to you and your family. Thanks. And I said, Yeah, nah, he, he's dope. She said, What happened was, she's like, she was looking online for a speaker, and she like came across my website, and somehow she came to my social media, and she connected with you, and books you to speak. <laughs> okay. Appreciate that. <laughs> I felt the way. <laughs> She's looking for a speaker. But then some, and I'm a speaker. 
And this is a, this is a time I'm calling myself a speaker. Like I'm, get, I'm getting gigs and stuff. How much I, I owe you for that? Yo, yeah, come. I don't know how. Whatever. When she paid you, I don't remember. Okay. She told me. She said she was like, yeah, I was looking for a speaker. I was on your website, and she didn't. I don't know. She just slipped up and said it. Like right. she's like, yeah, I was looking for a speaker. I was on your website, and you kind of led me to Jeremy, and Jeremy came and spoke, and it was amazing. I was like, oh, that's what's up. <laughs> Closed my phone. I said, yo, did Jeremy? And then I went on, then I went on your website. I'm like, what is website? Got it, I ain't got. And then um, yeah, I felt the way. Because she was that's looking for a speaker. But now when you say it right now, mm-hmm. I didn't have a system. It, like you got a system. Right. You probably had the pics on your website. Right. You probably mm-hmm. can see somebody coming. It's like it's probably speaking directly to her audience. Mm-hmm. So I shouldn't have got mad. I should have got E-Trade. <laughs> <You're sick. laughs> <Don't doubt. laughs> for sure. I should have got E-Trade. Yeah. Got All right. So um Oh, yeah, because you thought I forgot. What's the system on figuring out? I challenge any grown man, homie, on this internet talking, nigga. Produce, this how you separate the man from the boy. Nigga, get out them corners. Take that camera out that corner and flip around. Let's see how you niggas living, homie. For you to have so much, see, this what make me such a bad motherfucker. And I, I, yeah, I can pat myself on the back. See, because I can stand on this shit, my nigga. All the shit that I'm saying, I can stand on. I can pull your news articles. Man, I've been doing this. Man, let's come over here and do this. Come, I can do that. They can't, homie. They got to put themselves in front of the camera and talk for drama. I'm talking for change. It's just I got a bunch of niggas bringing a bunch of drama to me. I came to the internet positive. But I got so much hate on the internet, nigga, I'm going to reflect what's before me. I'm going to reflect what's before me, nigga. And you think I'm going to get an internet, the real me? They going to keep getting this goddamn character that they tuned in. They'll never get the real me. Or fall in La La Land. So uh, what's I up? What do you got for me? Up like Brooklyn Mike. Brooklyn Mike, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Brooklyn Mike's got worse <laughs> troubles than pills, I think. I don't know. He's just born nuts. <laughs> I don't think a pill could cure him, and I don't think a pill could help him, and I don't even think a pill got him that way. I think he's like a creature from another planet, but he's driving me nuts, and I'm going to kill him. So all he cares I about what the hell he's going to fucking eat all the time. Guy's fucking this shit. I listen to Aaron. He has good stock, uh, stock advice. I-, I would take his advice. Take Aaron's advice. The only advice I should have took from Aaron was I should have bought fucking Zoom at 98. You would have made $4 million. Well, if, if I put a million into it, yeah. Which you then would've. he would have been the fucking hero in the family. But now he's not. Because I didn't take his advice. Anyway, but I appreciate it. You got any real, you got any real estate yeah. for us or what? What do you got? Were you in New York? No, I was going to... I was going to book the, the, the event, but then I realized it's... On Rosh Hashanah. And, uh, oh, on Rosh Hashanah. It's the work day out. after. Well, I'm sorry. God gave me special permission. But uh, uh he didn't give me though. What happened? Happy New Year. You're not on the. You're not on the. You're not on the top list. Sorry, you're not on the God's list of uh, giving breaks. But uh, anyway, well, you you coming from? I New get York. my sponsor. 
Alright, well, I, next day, don't worry, we're gonna have, we're gonna have some more. If the, if the thing works out, we're gonna do it on small groups, uh, more frequently, so. Yeah, like 70 you know, people. No, less than that, even. Aaron, Five. Aaron, what kind of, uh, uh, stuff does, uh, Ben do at home that makes him Jewish? Stuff? On the holidays? What, you, what, you what do I do? do? What do I do? On the holidays. What do I do? Uh, eat potato pancakes. Eat a thousand Does that make me pancakes. religious? Because I, he's basing it a on thousand. food. He's just basing it on what I eat. He ain't, we ain't in here, you know, wrapping him up with his arms and the straps and gold yarmulke. You know, but, um. He ben does, he does speak. Ben likes potato kogel. He speaks I know a little that. bit That's of Kogel, Kogo, potato pancakes, matzo ball soup. You know, we, we, we're, we're Jewish eaters. We eat the food on the holidays or every day, all you the like, time. I'm just Jewish like when it comes to fish. eating. I hate kefilte fish. That, that, uh, once in a while, <laughs> once in a while, that stuff's pretty rough. <laughs> all right, well, you take care. Well, you're from Brooklyn. Yeah, you're from I know. Brooklyn. Come on. But I'm from everywhere, everywhere. I eat it all. All right, good luck to you. Shah, Shabbat Shalom, Rosh Hashanah, everything to you. I enjoy the challenge. All right. Baruch Atah. I don't know anymore. Peace. <laughs> what else you got, Rafal? DJ Nick. Thanks for the four ninety nine. Four ninety nine. You've inspired me to get into real estate. Thanks for all the info you've given me and all the videos you put out. Hope to meet you one day. Oh, I'm glad. I'm really glad. Listen, everybody needs to own something. All right. You're on this earth for X amount of years. You should try to at least have a goal in life to own something. To own, I don't care if it's your house, I don't care if it's multifamily, a store, whatever it is that you know is going to make you some money or give you some sort of equity. Everybody deserves to own some real estate in their whole life portfolio. You know, something. And if you like it, then keep doing it. Make more. You make more money. I never went to high school. I never went. I never walked in high school one day. Anybody could do it. I already knew how to get high. I didn't even have to go to school for that. What do you got? Hello, hello, hello. Oh no! Sounds like a Ben. What's case. going on? Don't we have a do not block his number on the freaking telephone ben, or what? Ben, listen, the show's sold out. I got yeah, people calling yeah, left and right. Out. I need to scalp some no, tickets. No I need tickets. To scalp them. Closed event. Only normal people can come in. You're not invited I, unless you go in the dunk tank. It's sold you're out. You're going dunk tank. Tickets to scalp. Only the dunk tank. Okay, that's it. It's <laughs> the only thing you're getting in. And when we get finished dunking your ass, you're gonna be drowned. They're gonna be taking you away in like a goldfish. That's it. Bag. Big event, or everybody's calling me for tickets. No tickets. No tickets. This is a test. A test. This is only a test. Can't do too many people. Right. Cutting it down. What did you eat dinner tonight, big shot? You spent how much uh, spend tonight? What? Sushi. Sushi. You always sushi. eat sushi. You know, your girlfriend makes you eat sushi like five times a week. Gonna change your name to Mike Sushi. Anyway, That's take it. Well, care. Good. go find a goddamn dunk tank. Don't call me till you get the right. dunk tank. I'm not kidding. I'm not I'm not taking your calls no more. I want to see uh, you in that dunk tank. 
and then I'm oh, hollering, and then I'm getting one of your own buddies from the Rays a picture. <laughs> I'm gonna get a friggin' picture that's gonna get you dunked three thousand times. <laughs> All right, good luck. Go. Peace. All right. What else we got? Jake Wyatt, thanks for the four ninety nine. What is up with the four to ninety nine? Where does this ninety nine come from? Why can't he do round numbers? I don't know. So you lost your motorcycle. Did you ever ride it? I never even seen you ride it. Ride it. I didn't ride it here because I have equipment, but I ride it to the gym. For the videos. Oh, yeah, here, but you ride it to the gym. Yeah. Big tough guy. Yeah, I take my bike to the gym. Yeah. Clubs and stuff. Clubs and little clubs. Why the hell would you take a bike? Oh, because you think you're going to pick up a girl on it and take her home and ride off with the bike like Frankston in the movie? Go to Clearwater Beach. Yeah, oh yeah, go go cool down to Clearwater Beach. Free parking. Free parking for motorcycles. Yes. What a cheap Pollock you are. Some place is 25 bucks for a parking I don't know. I don't know what kind of girls. I don't know what kind of girls you're picking up to get on the back of a bike. But, uh. Any outfit. Do, uh. Do women that charge you get on the bike, too? <laughs> no. You want me to get on that bike? It's $20 extra. All right, what else you got? Boswell, thanks for the So I can figure out their systems. Mm-hmm. I didn't care about the information. I wanted to know their systems. How was they teaching? What, how did the professor break? Like, what was the type of questions the professor was asking? What was the curriculum? Like, how did they break their stuff down? And I took everything that I felt was the best from that situation, and I implemented it into my online business school. Mm-hmm. And they teach based on case studies. So I took that element, and I added that element to my business school. They have professors but I'm a strong believer in you can only take me as far as you got yourself. Right. So how are you going to teach me how to have a million-dollar business if you never had a million-dollar business? If I want to get to $100 million, how are you going to teach me how to get there if you've never been there yourself? Mentors are the GPS to success. That's how you're going to get there in a record-breaking time. They're going to talk to you and tell you what moves to make, how to get there the quickest. So... When I realized that, I said, okay, I'm going to replace the professors and I'm going to add millionaire mentors. Mm. People that's already where you want to be at in life based on the skill set. So not putting somebody in there to talk about all topics. Only talk about the topics that you're proficient at. So if you're proficient at sales and you did $40 million in sales, come here. Come sit in the seat. I need you to teach my students. You do marketing, or you, or you spend a, mil, a million dollars in a month. Oh, okay. Come sit down, teach my students how to do Facebook and Instagram ads. Like or oh, you a leader? Okay. How many people you lead? Oh, two. You lead two thousand people, and they're gone gun ho about you. All right, come on. I need you to teach my students how to do leadership. And so on and so forth. And that's how I built out the academy. So you're learning from real life people who are killing it right now. Not the, I'm going to get this information. I ain't going to tell nobody this. Mm-hmm. 
You know those people. I ain't going to tell nobody this. Ain't nobody going to know about this. And they keep it to themselves. And that's what keep us back because we get the information and we get told the game is to be sold, not told. Don't introduce them to the plug. When I go with Kit, Katie and Mary and them, they introducing me to every goddamn yeah. body. <laughs> so just implementing what I've learned from that and put accountability into it. Giving them their own mastermind groups where they meet once a month. They talk about their issues, personal, business have a sounding board, giving them uh, a way to uh, have micro micro goals instead of massive goals. Because in life, you got to have micro goals so you have micro celebrations until you get to that goal. But we demotivate it until we get to that main goal because we didn't get to it yet. So we get turned off. But if you got little micro goals, you're getting celebrations and you got the morale still up until you get to the big goal. Mm -hmm. So I I put that into the school also. So not only you got the accountability, but I make everybody get accountability partners. Second thing is making sure they know how to execute on their tasks. Call it the power list. This is fire, bro. This is crazy. And then, <laughs> it was funny, man. And then you have the millionaire mentors. And then we have, we give everybody, we, we, we dedicate everybody to a, a main person. So if they have questions, they can get unstuck. Because a lot of people give up because they're just stuck and they got questions and they ain't got nobody to talk to. So as soon as you get into the program, you do your orientation. Just like a college, just like this is a university. Uh, orientation. We're going to map out how we do things. What's our core values? How we rock around here? How we support each other? So if somebody fall down at the finish line, you dusting them off and say, come on, let's go. We got this. They give you a problem, you shoot them back a solution. No judge zone, and we build a community, right? And then you have that, and then after that, you get a welcome call. We welcome you. Welcome to the family. Let me know you need anything. I'm your designated contact. We rock with you. Wow. Q&As twice a week. Whatever questions you got, we had to answer them for you. Amazing. We ain't leaving until you ready. And then I jump on and I do a I meet all my students. Talk to my students. We talk. Our conversation. Mm-hmm. I want to know about you. What's going on? Why did you purchase the program? All right, what's going through your mind? How can I help you? What are your challenges? And really know and understand who I'm marketing to so I can know exactly how to deliver the best product to them. And on that note, they can text my number, 786-661-1224. Text me the hashtag masterclass and just text me masterclass. Is there anything we could just like special for our listeners? Okay. Matter of fact, don't text that number. All right. <laughs> we'll, we got we'll, something. We'll, so just click the link below. Okay. It'll be in the bio um, or, or it'll be in the caption. I just want to be able to do something special for the listeners, man. Because, I mean, they've been studying at your feet for the last almost hour and a half. And, I mean, 
you're really, really dropping gems. And I just want to know, you know, if, if there's something that we could do. I don't know, but click the link. You know, if there's something that we can do, it will be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A little link right somewhere. Yeah, a little link somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Love you, Speck. All right. Um, okay. So how many people are in the university? 7,000. Got 7,000 people? Well, Harvard before Harvard became Harvard. Self-education is key. Which means this thing works. Oh, you for don't get sure. 7,000 people in a For program. sure it works. For sure. One. And we are live. We're live. We're live. I don't feel alive. I feel like half dead right now. I swear to God, I'm so depressed. It's raining out to match the boot. The weather is matching my feeling right now. Depressed, tired. Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing with your phone now? Your phone's cutting you. Put a case on it. You know, today I was ready to walk into AT&T store. And my phone's been acting up because when you press it, it does whatever it wants to what it's supposed to do. So, because it's all cracked in the front and it felt, you know, starting to, you know, cut me and all that stuff. And I thought it was the actual screen in the phone. So I was prepared to walk in AT&T and, you know, I used the hell out of my phone. I make money with this goddamn thing, baby. Okay. This is the only thing, this is the thing, the most important tool. Everybody lives off their phone now. I can run the whole goddamn empire with this phone. Uh, anyway, so I walk into AT&T. I'm ready to spend it. I think they're going to take me for a thousand bucks or whatever for a new phone. And I walk in and the lady says, I tell the lady promises, listen, you know, the phone's not acting right. And you press it. It's all cracked here. And uh, she says, oh, yeah, okay, let me see. And I says, um, you know... What do I gotta do? I gotta buy a new phone, right? She, so she, she takes my phone, she puts her nail in there, and put, peels off this goddamn coating I didn't even know was there, and the coating was cracked. And now it looks like a new phone again. Uh, like in five seconds, she, sent me, she saved me a thousand bucks. And it's just, well, you know. Fit forty bucks for a new case, or your insurance will do up at ten, or you go to whatever. Anyway, thank you, lady in the AT and T Clearwater. I forgot to get her name for saving me one thousand dollars on a new phone today. All right, so that's the story. I saved a thousand bucks today. Look at that. Boy, maybe it wasn't such a bad day, but I had a lot of bad shit happen. I'm telling you, you know, I don't know. Right now, everybody better stock up on every dollar they can. Whenever there's a problem in life and business ain't right, get your hands on as much cash as you can and just maybe sit and wait and see what happens because unless you're that smart where you know how to do something, right now things are rough. I mean, it's, it's really bad. I'm not even going to... I mean, you got your good times, you got your bad times. These are absolutely the worst times. Okay, so I don't know. 
I'm just so sick of seeing all these bills coming in with no money to pay them. You know, you know, digging in uh, every hole we can to pay them. So things are not good right now. If you're interested in real estate, beware. And if you want to really be in real estate, I mean, now's a good time to start looking because people are going to get scared. I'm telling you right now, I'm selling hotels for millions, many, many millions less than I would have sold them for back in February, okay? In fact, I'm kicking myself in the ass because... I had a guy ready to buy two hotels for me at a Christmas party, and, and, and I didn't do the deal. I mean, you know, I'm an idiot. What are you going to do? I didn't know this was going to happen. So right now is a good time to go out. If you are interested in real estate and you got some risk money or money you can put into something and maybe wait out the storm, now's the time to start looking for deals. People, I'm telling you, uh, people are bargaining. You know, I know a friend, he was looking for a house the other day uh, in Fort Lauderdale. The guy, he put, uh, he wanted he wanted this house for two and a half million. I told him, put an offer in for two million, you know, don't be afraid. So he puts the offer in for two million and, and the broker's saying, no, 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 this is the best deal in town. It's going for two and a half million. It's going to do that bullshit. You know, who's walking around with two and a half million bucks right now to spend on a freaking house? You know, not a lot of people. So anyway, yeah. he puts the offer in, even though the broker kept crying, saying, no, I don't want to do it. He puts the offer in, and they counter him back to two million two. Okay? They took off 300 grand, thinking he'll say, okay, let's meet in the middle, and let's do a deal. But I said... You know why? You got nothing to lose to keep playing the game. Go back and say, listen, you know, I'm being fair right now. In, your, in my opinion, this house is worth $2 million based on today's market, you know? And uh, he, I said, throw him another fifty grand just to be generous. So it ends up, I think he's getting the house for $2 million one, I think, gasoline. So a house that it was supposed to be a hot deal two five, because it's all about timing, 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 and having the money ready to go at that right time. That's what helps. So you know he got a house that actually would be appraised right now for two million five, and he's only paying two million one. Yeah, almost so, 100 percent off. You know, there you go. But I also learned about. Another part of real estate I didn't know about, Fort Lauderdale. Uh, water, there are setbacks on boats because he has water behind the house and I'm going to stick my boat back there for free. Uh, <laughs> that's why I'm helping him buy the house. So, <coughs> there are setbacks. You got to make sure in certain parts. It's crazy. It's like. Different streets. It's not even cities, though, the setbacks. It's like on Island Drive, it'll be five feet, and then on Westfield Drive, it'll be like 10 feet. Like The distance between you and your neighbor's property line. Yeah. So some streets, you got to have five feet on each side of the boat in between you and your neighbor, and then you got the width because you got a canal. So you got the people who live across the canal. So basically, the way it works, we learned all this. We didn't know this shit. Now, in canals, the way it works is you have a third, a third, a third. 
A third goes to the guy on that side of the canal. You need a third for traffic to come through the middle, and you need a third for that guy on that side of the canal. So you have to make sure your boat's not too wide off the dock to stick out to where you go past the third of that space, or else you can't keep your boat there. So anyway, he's got to shorten his dock for me. <laughs> I'll pay for that. All right, so... You went down to Fort Lauderdale. I went to Palm Beach. Went to Fort Lauderdale. Went to Miami. Went everywhere. Everywhere. You and know, while we were there, I think Trump it. was having a party in Jupiter. We didn't even know it. We drove past uh, where Trump lives in uh, Mar-a-Lago. And, man, what a dead-ass place that is. That place is... Yeah. I mean, you got your fancy homes. You got your ocean, your beach. But it's, like, dead. I mean, you know, I don't know. I don't want to live like that. I don't even want to keep a boat in a place like that. You know, there's nothing going on, and everybody's, you know, very hidey-tidy. And um, we got over on a right. free lunch. We got over on a free we lunch. Had a great lunch. Free brunch. We, ate the, we wanted to go eat in the Breakers. Was the Breakers is where? Palm Beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Breakers. Was well, Breakers in Fort Lauderdale? No, it's it's Palm Beach. The Breakers is Breakers, Palm, Palm Beach. So we went to the Breakers. Sure. Yeah, we were trying to go eat lunch. What do we go anyway? So the restaurant was under construction, and we had. But they own go? a restaurant in town, which called. Forgot. <laughs> I think it's named after the guy that started the town. Isn't it like. Some Henry's, Henry's Flagler, from Flagler, the guy that started, the big rich guy that started the whole damn thing down there. Anyway, so they have a restaurant there in town, and we got lucky because this place was expensive. You know, it's West Palm Beach and all that. So the waitress knocks over a champagne glass that Carla was drinking, and the glass kind of blew on some of the food. Some of it, not most of it. Anyway, they were really nice. The waiter comes and the, the, mate, the manager comes over and he says, no, absolutely, you know, takes all the food away. You know, we, we, we half ate the food already. <laughs> and he brings all new food, wouldn't charge us. I mean, those people must be tough in that town because these people that work there, are, oh, oh my God, oh my God, a glass broke. You know, and uh, so anyway, we toured everywhere. everywhere. So now here we are. What night is the night? I can't keep track of it. I honestly Tuesday? think we went Wednesday. Wednesday. We went to over 20 marinas. No, 25. And they were all too expensive. And I they charge more I for a fucking all. piece of water. A little slip of water. It's crazy for square foot. It's only water. It's not even land you're getting. That's how much they're charging. Oh, my God. They want like $2. Some of these high-class places want $2 a foot At least per day. Seven grand if a your month. boat's 100 feet, that's 200 bucks a day. That's 30 days in a month. That's $6,000 a month for a fucking slip of water. And in Miami, you talk about, about oh, man, they're making money. Especially in Miami. Oh, my God. And they don't have none, and barely have any amenities. Some of them don't have shit to give you. Uh, so anyway, we're working on it. All right, I hope anybody's out there. They got any problems, they got any questions, call in. All right, and uh, see if we can do. But right now, let me tell you, your real estate is a danger zone. I mean, I don't know what's going on. I'm not smart enough to know how these banks are handling. I know a lot of people ain't paying. See, at first... 
the government was handing out money, they giving out the extra unemployment, everybody was paying their rent. See, multifamily was staying strong. But now I hear, and I heard from a guy yesterday that owns like 2,000 apartments in Tampa. He wanted to come uh, have lunch with me and maybe look at John's Pass or whatever. So um, he said, holy crap, he couldn't believe it. He was down, he was missing 200000 in rents uh, that he hasn't collected last month. He hasn't figured out what this month is already. So, and we're starting to feel a pinch too. Um, it used to be retail was having its problems, it still are. Forget about hotels. I, I just want to, oh my God. I don't want to talk about hotels right now. But now the multifamily's getting hit. Okay, because people, it's, I'm telling you, they're not dealing with the situation like they should. I'm sorry. Uh, you know, either if you're going to keep money flowing, you keep the goddamn shit flowing. Don't give it a little and stop. All right, until it's over, keep it flowing. Uh, because right now, I'm telling you, things are getting ugly. You know, I had another commercial tenant telling me they're leaving. They're going bye-bye. I'm going to be stuck with another empty commercial unit, retail. Uh, I'm telling you, my life is depressing as hell right now. So anyway, maybe I can help somebody. Anybody out there, you want to buy something, you're looking to buy. But I will tell you, they're still lending. The government's backing up all the banks. They're backing up uh, Fannie's, Freddie's. I got people in contract to buy stuff right now. We had a big inspection in one of our hotels. I hope that goes through. So there's money flowing out there still. So, if you want to do real estate, what you got? We also have Super Chats. Super Chat, Super Chat. Parasailing the Past, thanks for the four ninety nine, And thank you for coming to, I think, most of the podcasts. Is that a parasailing goddamn time. guy I can't find? Every time I go there, he's off sailing somewhere. Yeah. yeah. You know, I personally went over there in the goddamn heat, sweating, you know, it was hot as hell. Looking for the goddamn parasail guy to see if he wants to come to my side over there and, and get more business and more exposure. And I don't know. There's th- like two or three different parasailing guys there. And I don't even know if I got to the right guy. So, parasailing guy, where the hell are you? Okay, contact us and start parasailing on my side of the boardwalk too. And go get another parasailing boat. All right, I think I know somebody selling one too. Seriously, call us. I know a guy selling a parasail in a boat and this, uh, the whole setup. A captain. All right, what else we got? Shout out to Matthew Simpson. Thanks for the four ninety nine. Matthew Simpson. Ben, if the real estate event you are doing next week weekend is sold out, sold out, sold out, done. You missed it. Does well. Will you do more? That's what I'm really thinking about doing. You know, we, we can't do big stuff right now. We're going to do small stuff. So I'm going to do small stuff, and if it works out, we're going to do it continuously and, you know, make it in small, easy, you know, groups where I can really get my point across. Uh, so it's sold out, but, yeah, if this one works out, we'll do some more. Maybe we'll start doing them in Orlando. Maybe we'll do them in uh, Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to the doctor for the $25. Doctor, doctor, doctor. Oh, doctor, no money. Normally give $100. Doctor, only give $25. What's the matter, doctor? You lose your patience or what? Still waiting on the lazy river. Lazy river. 
Well, we'll talk about it. I'll why be there on the 19th. Why you in earlier? I, I, honestly, let me tell you something. That freaking lazy river saved me today. Uh, I had such a rotten day with so many things going on that, you know, my wife says, hey, why don't you go get in the pool? It's really nice out here. This is before this lousy rain came. You know, I was sitting there depressed, thinking about this old stuff going on, and I said, you know what? She's right. So I took a nice swim and got some exercise around the river, but the goddamn pumps, I think, are cuckoo now. I swear to God, the pump was going the wrong way and pushing me instead of helping me. I'm telling you, you gotta talk to that goddamn pool guy. So it was like a workout going against the goddamn current. Alright, what else you got? Um, David G. David G. Thanks for the $10. $10, thank you. And by the way, you know, I know a lot of people say, oh, I don't like the podcast, blah, blah, blah. You know, I appreciate, and Rafal really appreciates everybody that watches the podcast. It ain't a big thing like the videos, but hey, every bit helps. Rafal needs to eat, and, uh, you know... It helps a lot. And his motorcycle, tell us, Rafal, he tells me today what happened. Yeah, I was uh, trying, throwing the trash today and uh, noticed the empty parking spot where my motorcycle usually sits there, and it's gone. So my motorcycle was stolen today from not a bad neighborhood, though, I think. That's so. when you start seeing things are getting really bad. When things start getting stolen, when people start going out stealing, they need money. Okay, so, you know, I'm sorry your bike got stolen. I know uh, it was your favorite bike. You Europeans like that motorcycle stuff, especially. Yeah, I think you guys got more motorcycles than cars in Poland, don't you? Uh, Not in Poland. Oh, but a lot of those countries. A lot of scooters. Scooters? 50s. Anyways. All right, so listen, Rafael needs a new motorcycle, so come on, help him out here, you know? Poor Pollock living here in Florida. He's used to the cold weather. He's sweating it out. That's why I bought a bike, so the wind's on him. Okay. Give me yours. Anyways, trying to buy a 14 unit for 990 grand, 25% down 800 credit score, and banks are asking for a four three quarter rate with 520 recourse loan. I would. I could buy it cash. Any ideas how to get a, resp- a reasonable offer? Listen, you're 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 getting ready to pay how much? How much is that deal? Nine hundred ninety. Nine hundred ninety thousand dollars, almost a million dollars. Fourteen units. So how much is that a door? Roughly about what's that? Seventy seven times uh ten is 700. seven hundred. Seven times four is twenty eight. So it's about seventy a door. Right? 72, yeah. Alright, so, sounds like a good deal. Hopefully you did all your homework and make sure the rents are going to equal and pay you all the bills and leave you something left over. Hope you got a good return. But, um, I mean, if the banks are willing, you know, the point is, you know, if you're going to put out cash, then you got to get a discount, okay? Cash is king. You know, if they want a quick cash deal, baby, they got to give you a discount. So, I would try... And then go out and refinance it, okay? Uh, so, you know, that's an option. That's probably what I would do. You know, that's what I always do. If I have the cash, I try to buy up the cash quick and cheap. And then I go back to the bank later. 
So, but in the meantime, I mean, how much is, what's the question? What's the, what's his rate for something? You know, I mean, you know, you shop around, get different rates. I don't know. It depends on where the building is. If it's an A, a B, a C. Uh, it depends on the bank you're dealing with. It depends on how strong you are. You know, have you gone Fannie or Freddie? If you're looking for long-term debt, I mean, you know, every situation's different. But, you know, you should definitely always go to more than one bank and get a, um, a commitment letter. You know, give them all the information on the property, show them who you are, and say, give me a commitment on this deal, you know. And, and there's, uh, you know, tons of banks out there, but I wouldn't go with only one bank giving you an offer. But it didn't sound like a bad offer. What was he talking about now? He's talking about a 14-unit, 990-grand building, 25% down, 800 credit store score, and banks are asking... 